If you would turn to Proverbs chapter 1. Proverbs chapter 1. Uh, there's something I want to mention as we start the, this um, initial subject this morning. And that is uh, we need to understand what the Word of God says with regards to wives that may be widows or wives without husbands. We need to understand that um, some children are fatherless. And what the Word of God says, that God says, I'm the father of the fatherless. Okay, do we have that down? That that's clearly taught in the Word of God? Okay? It's very important because of what I'm going to say. Um, God knows what He's doing. He knows how to take care of people. When we say God is holy, it means He's righteous and just and true. And He makes no mistakes. Now, people make mistakes, but God doesn't. Yesterday, I heard a Christian Bible teacher state something very clearly. That the greatest issue in the United States today is not global warming. It's not border security. And it's not the threat of terrorism. You're, get, get ready. Get your seatbelts on. Get your seatbelts on. The greatest lack of, uh, pardon me, the greatest need in America is the lack of fathers in the home. In our country today, 40% of families have no father in the home. Now, that's hard. That's hard stuff handle in fact the very recent statistics that were given they're harder yet we're living in a day when the feminist movement say men aren't really needed in the home don't need them and that's exactly what the radicals do say not all of them but the radicals these are tough and I'm saying I'm giving these because the word of God's going to say how thankful we should be that we have had fathers that were concerned for us and showed the love of Christ to us. Ninety percent of all homeless and runaway children are from fatherless homes. Now you could say, man, you sure that's true? Check it out. That's what we need to do when we hear things that are hard and difficult. Now, I'm going to repeat it. Ninety percent of all homeless and runaway children are from fatherless homes. 85% of all children who show behavioral disorders are from fatherless homes. These are 2018 statistics. 71% of all high school dropouts are from fatherless homes. 63% of youth suicides come from fatherless homes. So what do we conclude from this? We conclude that the Word of God has been very clear. That God has designed for the home to have a mother and a father. 
not any other combination. And you say, well, we're living in a fallen world, so there are other com- uh, uh, there are other combinations in home situations. But the word of God is very clear: honor your father and mother, that your days may be long upon the earth. Proverbs chapter one and verse one. If you'll look at it with me, it just starts the book out. Proverbs one one. The Proverbs of Solomon, the son of David, the king of Israel. A proverb is a wise saying regarding moral or practical truth. I say, John, could you take care of this hallway here? There's all kinds of activity right here at the door. Thank you. A brief saying regarding some moral or practical truth. A proverb is a short statement of wisdom, worded in such a way that it can be remembered. In fact, uh, I heard a definition of a proverb. A proverb is a a short saying in the place of many words. So when you read through Proverbs, and I hope you'll do that after being here this morning for the morning worship service, you'll see that there's many wise proverbs that have been given to us by the Lord to guide us in our lives. The key word in the book of Proverbs is the word wisdom. And it's a word which actually carries with it the idea, the ability to live life skillfully. um, To have skill in the area of living before God. That's the idea. Proverbs provides detailed instructions for his people on how to successfully live before God. There's instruction on how to relate to God, how to relate to parents, how to relate to children, how to relate to neighbors, how to relate to government. Wisdom. Notice with me verse 5. A wise man will hear and increase learning, and a man of understanding will attain wise counsel. To understand a proverb and an enigma, some translations have there a parable, the words of the wise and their riddles. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge, but fools despise wisdom and instruction. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. To have an understanding. We're going to look at this verse in detail in a little bit. That the, the fact that we understand who God is and we have that love and respect for God. That's the foundation of That's the foundation of true wisdom before God. There's another verse that I dipped into the book and found, and it's found in chapter 20, verse 7, where it says, The righteous man walks in his integrity, and his children are blessed after him. And the point here is this, that the righteous man, the one who is righteous before God, who gets his righteousness from God out of his relationship with God, And he walks in integrity and honesty before God and has that love and that compassion for other people. His children will be blessed after him. And why are they blessed? Because they see the example of the father. They see the example of a father who loves God and is really concerned about others. And so that child or those children follow the example of a godly father or mother. Now, uh, we gave a title this morning 
the father is the teacher of the wisdom of God. Now, obviously, mothers are as well. Uh, but notice with me, if you would, chapter 4, where our scripture reading was taken from this morning, verses 1 through 4. Look at this again with me, please. <clears throat> 4, 1 to 4. Hear, my children, the instruction of a father, and give attention to no understanding. For I give you good doctrine. Do not forsake my law. When I was my father's son, tender and the only one in the sight of my mother, he also taught me and said to me, Let your heart retain my words and keep my commands. Go over to verse 20. Chapter 4. My son, give attention to my words. Incline your ear to my sayings. Do not let them depart from your eyes and keep them in the midst of your heart. For they are life to those who find them. And health to all their flesh. Keep your heart with all diligence. For out of it are the issues of life. It's very interesting that the Lord speaks in specifics about the fact that God used Solomon to teach his son the things of God. Uh, very important. In fact, what we're going to do, we're going to look at the big ideas, the, the four major big ideas that a father or a mother and father are to teach their children with regards to wisdom in living before God. Solomon wanted his words and... Uh, the words that came from God to him, the words that came from his father to him, to be the focus of his son. He wanted the words to be rooted in his heart. Chapter 4, verse 20, you'll notice that uh, term is used there. Do not let them depart from your eyes. Keep them in the midst of your heart, your innermost being. Don't, don't lose them. Um... He mentions the heart because it's out of our hearts that we do the things that we do. Um, in other words, what really touches us, that's what we want to do. And Solomon says, I want you to listen carefully to my teaching. And we'll see this in just a moment. Because there's going to be all kinds of other teaching around. But I want you to listen to mine. <laughs> in fact, he says, guard your heart for out of it are the issues of life. That was chapter 4 and verse 23. And you say, well, why put a focus there? Why, why start thinking about guarding our hearts? Because we have to be careful what we hear from the media and what we hear from society that goes into not only our thoughts but into our hearts. Just heard the report yesterday about the Cartoon Network it has things on it that should never be shown to children, ever. But they are. Now, I'm going to repeat that. Because you'll, you'll remember. You'll say, boy, he got excited about that. You better believe it. When it comes to children, the Word of God is very clear. We're to protect them. We're to love them. And we're to encourage them to love God. And anything that pulls them away from that is very harmful. Very harmful. Very important. Proverbs is clear on these things. And we're going to look at it in just a minute. In 4.7, and, and I chose to 
put a focus down on chapter 4. It says, wisdom is the principal thing, therefore get wisdom, and in all you're getting, get understanding. And wisdom is much more than just hearing good advice. Dr. Zuck at Dallas Seminary, he wrote this. Wisdom means being skillful and successful in your relationships in life and the responsibilities that are given to you by God himself. Biblical wisdom begins with a right relationship with the Lord. Let's look at with our eye gate 9:10. Look at it please, it's very important. It's the second key verse in the book. The first one's 1:7, the second one is 9:10. Proverbs 9:10. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, and the knowledge of the holy one is understanding. The fear of the Lord, having knowledge about God, And how sad it is that sometimes children can be raised in a home and they don't hear about God. You say, well, it's understandable that you would get excited about that because you're a pastor. But no, God wants children to know that he exists and he loves them and sent a son for them. Is that truth? Very important. So if you've had parents that encouraged you to know and to love God, well, you thank the Lord for your parents. And if it was later in life that they came to faith and then they expressed to you their faith in the Lord, well, that's awesome. Because, you see, everybody's not saved at a young age, and I realize that. But God does want the general rule of life for there to be a knowledge of him in the home. Now, again, this is not meant to uh, place guilt on those who are saved later in life. Maybe you came to a knowledge of the Lord. Uh, My parents were saved actually a little later in life. Um, But after they came to know Christ, they took us to the house of the Lord that we might hear about our God and our Savior. Proverbs 9.10, The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, and the knowledge of the Holy One is understanding. Now, Actually, the book of Proverbs, it's beautiful. We're just kind of looking down into it this morning, and we're going to glean some four major truths that Solomon taught as a father to his son. Just four. Now, there are a whole lot of major truths. I'm only going to pick four that I thought were um, up at the top of the list of things that Solomon wanted to communicate to his children, okay? Now, let's talk about Proverbs being for all of us. First of all, Proverbs was written to prepare a young person who faces the challenges of the future. That's very clear in 1.4. To give prudence to the simple and to the young man knowledge and discretion. You can't get away from when you're reading Proverbs the fact that Solomon wants his son to know about God. And he wants his son to remember the things that he has taught him. Okay? We'll we'll get into this again. Secondly, Proverbs instructs parents, especially fathers, in ways to train their children. And we will talk about four major ones. But did you notice again uh, chapter 1, verse 8? If not, notice it with me. My son, hear the instruction of your father and do not forsake the law of your mother. How often have dads said, now listen to what your mom says. Or how often mom said, now listen to what your father says. 
Because together they want the children to grow and to mature and to have wisdom. In fact, as Christian parents, we want them to have the wisdom of God. Thirdly, Proverbs gives the basics of wisdom to those who are young and maturing. And fourthly, I think this one's really interesting. These are four observations of Proverbs for all of us. Proverbs deepens the understanding of those who are already wise. I found two verses. One, five, if you'll look at it with me. A wise man will continue, uh, will hear and increase learning. A man of understanding will attain wise counsel. You see, we never want to slow down and stop learning. We never want to get to the place where you say, oh, I've already been taught this, or I've already read this. Or No, we, we want to be those who are constantly learning, specifically spiritual truth. We do. Now, the other verse, by the way, which I, I heard yesterday, uh, is 9.9. Nine. Look at this one again with me. Chapter 9 and verse 9 says, Give instruction to a wise man, and he will still be wiser. Teach a just man, and he will increase learning. Uh, Dr. Hendricks at Dallas Seminary, he used to have a 90-year-old lady who would come up to him and say, Okay, Hendricks, what book are you reading now? He used to tell us that in class. Remember that, Wes? What book are you reading now? I read two this month. How many have you read? She wasn't trying to be sarcastic. I'm sounding sarcastic. He said, boy, could she keep me challenged. A 90-year-old woman still learning, still reading. We have to be careful as believers. We can, get, we can get so involved in the activity of life. We don't take time to read our Bibles. We don't take time to read other things. In fact, I hear this periodically that um, people in America are less and less readers. And it's tragic that children aren't taught to read and to love reading. Do you agree with me or not? They should love reading. If they don't love reading, I'd start praying about it. I really would. Yep. A wise man will hear and increase learning. I've got to jump over to the big four. I've got to jump over to the big four. Specific subjects, I'm going to mention them, we're going to touch on them, and we'll leave Proverbs for this morning. Specific important uh, subjects that uh, Solomon wanted to put an emphasis upon when he was guided by the Holy Spirit to write the book of Proverbs. Number one, related to the key verse, to have the fear of the Lord in one's life. This is what he taught his sons, his children. Number two, to remember what your father and your mother have taught you. Just think of the problems that some young adults and even teenagers would have if they would just remember that their parents said, don't do this. Oh, it's unbelievable. 620. My son, keep your father's commands and do not forsake forsake or neglect your mother's instructions. Thirdly, okay, first, fear the Lord. Secondly, remember your father and mother's instruction. These are the major, big, biggies. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Trust the Lord. 
And, you know, we're, we're growing in that as Christians. Uh, I don't think we ever really arrive in that. You know, trials come along, and, and it's, it's beautiful to hear a brother or sister in Christ say, you know, I had this trial come up this week, and I'm, I'm trusting the Lord to work it out. Wow! That's big. That's huge. The third one is trust the Lord. The fourth one is to know that the Word of God is God's truth without error. This book right here, the Bible. This is our authority for faith and life. It is God's truth without error. Now, we'll look at them just a little bit in detail. Uh, first of all, 1-7 of Proverbs. Key verse again. Would you read it with me? And if your translation is a little different, you use a little different phrase, uh, we won't fine you for that, okay? 1-7, read it with me, please. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge, but fools despise wisdom and instruction. The fear of the Lord. Obviously, it doesn't mean to be afraid of God, uh, to be afraid of God like you're afraid of some evil person. It means the fear of the Lord uh, is a term translated from the Hebrew, which means to have respect for God. We are to honor God. We're to honor God more than anybody else. We're to honor God because of who he is. He's the creator. We're here because of him. Psalm 139. It means we have a, dis, uh, a deep respect for God. We honor Him. And when we honor Him, uh, we give Him reverence, we trust Him, we worship Him. You see, the fact that you're here today, you're here in a service today, and you're saying, you know, God is worthy of my worship. Listen, contrast. This is not meant to be a put-down. But there are multitudes of people who would say today, I don't need to go to church to worship God. You've heard that and I've heard it. And I hear people say, well, I can worship in my kitchen. I can worship at home. That's true. There's nothing wrong with that. But God has called his people to come together, Hebrews chapter 10, not forsaking the assembling of yourselves together. Come with other brothers and sisters and worship me. He often, in the Old Testament economy, called his people together. He gave them feasts. He gave them special days in which they were to come together and to worship him. Pardon me. And to worship him. The fear of the Lord leads to wise priority and purity in living. Listen to this verse. It's Proverbs 16:6. By the fear of the Lord, men depart from evil. You see, by the fear of the Lord, out of love and respect for God, out of the realization that God sees all things, you can mark it down. Those who commit crime, those who harm others, have no fear of the Lord. They don't think that God's going to do anything about it. The sad thing is someday all men will stand before God and give account of what they have done in this life. All people. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. And the knowledge of the Holy One is understanding. That's chapter 9 and verse 10. So 1, 7 and 9, 10 are your key verses for the book of Proverbs. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. And the knowledge of the Holy One is understanding. The fear of the Lord is knowledge, knowing who God really is. Thinking about his attributes and his love for us. So that's biggie number one that Solomon wants to teach. 
And we, we ought to pray, Lord, uh, it is our prayer that our children honor you and love you and want to follow you. That's the prayer of our hearts. The second one, this one will sound so basic that you might say, is that really what Solomon is teaching in the book of Proverbs? And the answer is yes. Remember what your father and mother have taught you. 6.20 again, chapter 6 and verse 20. I'm not going to read from chapter 1. 6.20, one more time. 6.20 says, My son, keep your father's command and do not forsake the law of your mother. As children grow older, they are told that their parents don't know what they're talking about. They're told that your parents' ideas, they're they're old and they're old-fashioned. Listen, this is a different day. This is 2019. Our children will hear from those who have contempt for spiritual things. They'll go off to college and the college professor will say, that book, the Bible, is filled with myths and errors in it. And he's dead wrong. Even if he has a Harvard degree. Because he doesn't have the wisdom of God. Sometimes friends, teachers, professors, voices from the media, voices on television will say things that are contrary to the word of God. And here it goes again. Here he goes. You better pray for your pastor. They're wrong. Very important. The children listen to their parents and the advice and the counsel of others that is contrary to God-given advice by parents is wrong and should be disregarded. And that's the other biggie that I didn't mention this morning is in Proverbs it says, be careful the friends that you choose. The third biggie, you know this one real well. Look at it with me, please. Three, five, and six, quit very quickly. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not lean on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge Him and He will direct your path. This verse is very important. If you summarize it down to the third biggie, it says you need to learn to trust the Lord. Okay? So I need a job. Uh, I don't have a job right now. So I trust the Lord. I go to the Lord in prayer and I say, Lord, I need prayer. You need money and and you don't know where it's going to come from. Oh, it's easy to say on a Sunday morning right up here, trust the Lord, but we need to do it. We need to say, Lord, I have financial needs right now, and I'll pray with my wife or with my children that you would supply those needs. Is that not the way to do it? Trust in the Lord with all your heart. And the, 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 our children grow up and have to understand that they have two choices. They can either depend upon God for their needs or they can listen to their own counsel. Depend upon themselves. Alright, here's the verse again. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and don't lean on your own understanding. In other words, what I may be thinking might not be what God wants. And I don't want to lean on that. It doesn't say don't use your understanding. It says don't lean on it. 
Count on the Lord completely. That's biggie number three. Trust the Lord for strength, for direction, for guidance, for assistance, help in making decisions. Should I go to this college or this college? Should I spend my money on this now? Or should I spend my money on that? Who do we go to for these things? We go to our God. And if we trust him, in fact, the verse says, he will make our ways straight. That is, he will guide us. He will give us direction. Uh, He will guide our hearts. Fourthly, fourth biggie, the word of God is God's truth without error. (laughs) It's easy to understand why Solomon did this one. And it's chapter 30, verses 5 and 6, if you want to jot that down. 35 and 6. Every word of God proves true. He is a shield to those who take refuge in him. Do not add to his words, lest he rebuke you and you be found to be a liar. Our children, as they grow older, they're going to hear a lot of people making claims of what they are saying is right and true. Okay, They're going to hear all kinds of things, especially with the media that's out there today. And all these claims, this is right. Okay, let me give you a classic example. Abortion is right. It's a woman's right. It's her body. You see, what's wrong with that? The child in the womb is a separate individual. Has a different DNA. But society says, no, abortion's okay. But what does God say in his word? Thou shalt not murder. And abortion is murder. Absolutely. Every word of God proves true. He is a shield to those who take refuge in him. Our children, as they grow up and get older, they're going to hear a lot of people make claims and say, what I say is true. But here's the source of truth, the Word of God. Anything we hear, we check it out with the Word of God. If you say, okay, here's somebody says I should do this. Okay, check it out. Check it out. Somebody says you should do this. Check it out by the Bible. What does God say about it? And that's the answer. John 17, 17, Jesus said, your Word is truth. So anything we hear that does not line up with the Word of God is wrong before God. Our children need to be taught that the Bible is the final authority for faith and, and life. All Scripture is given by inspiration of God. I'll review the four. This is the four biggies. There are others in Proverbs. The father is the teacher, teaching the children. The mother as well. And mothers and fathers should blend together and support one another in the teaching of children. Number one, to fear the Lord, to have reverence and respect for God. You know, it's interesting. Sometimes um, when you pray, uh, you'll notice even with children with baseball caps, I've seen children take their baseball cap off when they prayed. Isn't that cool? Out of respect for God. Where'd they learn that? Probably from their parents. Respect, honor the Lord, number one. Number two, remember your father's and mother's instruction. 
Boy, I can still remember things my dad, my mom taught me. And uh, it's hard. It really is. There's so many other voices today, and the voices are multiplied because of the uh, multiplication of the media system today. As moms and dads, it doesn't hurt you to say, please remember what I've taught you because what I've taught you God has taught me it's not going to hurt for you to communicate that way thirdly to trust the Lord am I going to trust the Lord with the needs that come my way and lastly that the Bible is the uniquely inspired word of God the four biggies in Proverbs which parents teach their children would you join me in prayer